2: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. So this morning, I'm talking to you from the beautiful region of Dalarna. And I am super happy this morning. I have been laughing so much, so, so, so much. I can't even describe it. I was happy because I had a good weekend. But I mean, this just breaks all records. I'm not one who tatter tails but I do have to tell you that I just got this beautiful message from an amazing woman I know and she told me that she texted wrong person you know when you have written something really amazing you know it can be like romantic and a bit more you know what I'm saying and it is something that is supposed to go to one very special person and then you just send it to your mom yeah, you heard me. You send it to your mom. That is not the way you want to present someone to your mom or even admit to your mom that you're seeing someone. So I am very, very sorry for you, but it is so funny. So I, I just wanted to, to ask you if you have any stories like that. You know, stories uh, <laughs> where you, a the, the time where you have sent a message to a completely wrong person and just, you know, Not made a fool out of yourself, but the other person knows. Uh, So that is my question to you. And uh, I will try to stop laughing and uh, continue this beautiful morning before I have to go to Lexan. This morning I'm going to uh, Lexan. It's up north where there is a conference for digitalization. Digitalization is uh, something that for many it's not even a concept. I mean, it's so natural that it's not something we discuss. For young people living in this society, it's just something we do. I mean, we have our podcasts, we have our FaceTime, we have WhatsApp, we have Skype meetings. We have, but I buy all my tickets, um, my flight tickets on apps, I find all my trips on apps, I book all my hotels. Uh I even pay at the gas station with an application uh I have switched to send money over to my friends uh when I owed in something i mean it's it solves all problems so if you're in the digitalization uh, in not into it but if you're familiar with the concept, then it is something uh, something normal no uh but if you're uh, outside, if you're not included in the digitalization world, it can hurt a lot. I mean, just a simple thing as, for example, I was going to take the bus to a city nearby and uh, you can't buy tickets on the bus. So you either have to buy a ticket, uh, like a card, a local card at the tourist information or you have to buy it with the application. But if the tourist information is closed then you can't get a ticket. You have to buy it with the app. So, I mean, if you're 83 and don't have a smartphone, okay, many people who are 83 today does have a smartphone, but, I mean, anyhow, if you don't have it, you can't even get a ticket, you know? So, it actually excludes you. It's the same thing with a train station, for example. You now have to buy the tickets online or with your application on the smartphone. So, uh It is very important for us as a society to have courses, to have information, and we are also using the libraries today uh, as a source of a digital center where you can go to get information, where you can go to get help, I mean, even to pay your bills, you know, we have digital centers. They're called, not all over Sweden, but in some cities. And I think it's an amazing thing. And I think it is something that needs to grow. So more and more people will be included. Today, over 90%, I think it's 92.8% of the citizens have access to internet. So it's very high percentages. But uh, then not everybody is aware of how to use it. And... um, Yeah, so that's my morning. So I'm very excited. I'm going there very, very soon. I just have to finish my espresso. And then this evening, I am going to have a release party, sort of. Um, There is this new course created by a builder called Slow Fashion. So you can have study circles, study groups in slow fashion and sustainability. So it's going to be really, really amazing evening. Um, Johanna Nielsen, who works a lot with Slow Fashion, uh, a blogger from Stockholm, she will be there and she has helped uh, us produce, well actually she's in the movies, we have produced uh, three short uh, clips with her, where... uh, she talks about sustainable fashion, what it is, what's slow fashion contra fast fashion and um, the evil cycle that fast fashion is. Uh, it, if you don't know the concept, it means that fast fashion means that before the classical fashion, you had one big collection in spring and one big collection in fall, right? Like two times a year that used to be the fashion world. Now we have loads of fashion shows. We have spring, I mean, we have, we have so many seasons, we have more than four, we can have eight shows. One one is finished, then the next one comes out, so we can buy more, so we can produce more, you know, to keep the money market going. So slow fashion is like the opposite. It talks about how you either can buy items that last longer, or how you can uh, buy secondhand items. And also how you can care for the stuff you actually have. For example, I have uh, a beautiful trench coat uh, from my, that my grandma used to have. I mean, that my grandma used to wear. And uh, it's, uh, I don't know even how old. I think it's from the 50s, maybe. Yeah, the early 50s. And so for me, it's, amazing, it's really good quality. So it's in perfect shape. And of course, I care for it. And um, It's the same thing with the shoes. This evening, I bought this whole kit uh, with uh, bio, um, how do you say? It's not creams, like, well, to, to care for your shoes. One product to clean it. One product is like a leather ball, and then uh, the last one to protect it uh, from this snowy wet weather. So, you can protect your shoes, so you can also buy um, ecological stuff now to care for your products. And then, of course, you can also hand it in uh, if you need help. So that's uh, that's uh, what tonight will be about. And also how to create a sustainable closet. I mean, what do you have in your closet? Identify what you have. If you're like me, you will probably be like, in the Saturday evening, oh, I have nothing to wear. I have nothing to wear. Well, it's a good clue <laughs> to actually look at what you got, right? I have now color coordinated my whole wardrobe and I have got... um uh one room actually I know everybody don't have spares for this but it's also beautiful art uh you know it's a piece of art just to look at your clothes so have them visible so you can see everything you got so you don't forget stuff that's one trick and then also color coordinate and then also you don't have to have winter and summer collections up at the same time now that it's winter my summer clothes are down in in bags they're packed so, yeah, I have loads of space in the closet for the winter collection. And uh, you can also have um, clothes changing day. So, that is what we will finish the evening with tomorrow. So, if you're free, you're welcome to join us. You can look it up on Facebook. It's called Slow Fashion. And I think there is still some space left if you're interested. So this clothes changing evening, it means that uh, you bring clothes that you're tired of or that you don't want to wear. It can't be like broken and worn out, but clothes that you're just tired of, that you don't have an interest for anymore. And then you bring it and then you leave it. And then all people do the same thing and you can find beautiful new items for free. Your friend leave an item, you pick it up, you know. It's the circle of life. I love the concept. And you can make it fun. I mean, have a mingle, mingle a bit around the evening and put on some great music and drink some fat trade coffee and do a a good mingling event. It will be really nice, I promise you. And with the clothes that you don't... uh, get rid of that no one picks up you can just leave it to secondhand so you can continue its journey don't throw anything away it also talks about materials like for example do you know what kind of material you're wearing right now do you have any clue it's just like cotton is it cotton mixed with something else is it uh, polyester is it visco- viscose? is it silk is your clothes vegan is it not vegan? could do you want to wear leather do don't you why not start to to think about it you know just not look at the clothes like oh this is a beautiful item I will buy this think of the story behind it and think of everything around it I'm I mean just as an example do you know that to make a t-shirt you need more or less two thousand seven hundred liters of water and to make a pair of jeans eleven thousand liters and the problem is also that in many countries where cotton is uh, cotton is uh, grown the water is many times lacking so if the cotton doesn't get a lot of water if, sorry if the cotton gets a lot of water <laughs> the villages might not get any you know, so the water might go to the clo to to the cotton uh, farmers instead of the village, and people might walk for far just to get water, and it's not really fair. According, if you ask me, I'm sorry, I'm t- I'm... I'm getting stressed now because I I looked at the time and I really need to drive, but if you are interested in slow fashion come tonight or you can just contact me because you can also start your own study circle you can start your own study group in slow fashion you just have to be three people at least you can be from three and many more to do it you can also do it online so if you want to do it on scap it's the same thing you can look at the videos i will provide you with the videos all the material and study questions that you can discuss in the group and then you can finish with this closed, changing evening. That said, ladies and gentlemen, have a beautiful day and I hope I will see you all tonight. Arrivederci! Hold up, what was that?